0: to Between a Rock and a Hard Place. I'm Hannah. And I'm Colleen. And we're gonna tell you about our life in Iraq. It's gonna be fun. I hope so. Theaters, movie theaters, have been closed for a while.
1: Yeah, I think maybe we're feeling a little, uh, nostalgic for something we almost never did.
0: That's true. (laughs) I'm not, not a big go-to-the-movies person. The last movie we saw, we went together. Yeah. And we saw 1917. It was incredible. It was distressing. Yes. But also
1: really well done.
0: Definitely a movie you have to be in the theater to really get the full experience on. And I think I think that's why we love movie theater so much, is for the experience. I mean, that's definitely
1: how I viewed movie going in Iraq, certainly.
0: It, it was always an experience. <laughs> That's for sure. For sure. I One piece of interesting trivia I learned, which explained a lot of things to me, was that the first full-length Western movie ever shown in Iraqi Kurdistan was Titanic. Oh... Right? That <laughs> explains so much. And so when I moved there and had never seen Titanic, people were appalled. Like, how could I have not seen such a classic movie? And, like, My Heart Will Go On is a song that you can
1: hear in any grocery store, mall, s- store, anywhere. Yeah. Like, in Courteson, yeah. you you very likely will run into
0: My Heart Will Go On. Yes. And when I first moved to Iraq, there weren't really movie theaters to go to. Right. Like, you could go to, like, a meeting hall, and they would show a movie sometimes. Mm hmm But it was like, you're sat in a folding chair. Maybe in theater seats if it was a nicer venue. But it, yeah, it was not a venue that was exclusively
1: made for showing movies. Right. They just happen to use the projector to show a movie sometimes. Right.
0: Which is not the
1: way that it is now. No. There are a few movie theaters now. I, not as many as we often have in United States cities, still. Sure. But there I guess are that's some. that's probably true.
0: Yeah. I, I remember when De Hook got its first movie theater and how excited everybody was. Oh, yeah. Um... I went to see many a movie in yeah. that theater. Yeah. We'll get to those. Yeah.
1: I also remember the first movie theater that got opened in Suli.
0: Yeah. And I th- it was great. That theater in Suli was the first movie theater I went to in Iraq. Really? Yeah. We were down visiting you with uh, Katrina's Katrina and her family. Uh-huh. And her oldest daughter and I went to see the first Hunger Games movie. Oh, really? In, in the theater in Sully. Huh. It was bizarre. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it was definitely
1: set up modeled after the stereotypical American movie theater experience to the point where they brought in, um, like, the pop machines that have the mix carbonation and the syrup mix right. thing, which most everywhere else doesn't do in Iraq. You get a bottle or a can. Right. And the the popcorn and the same kinds of American snacks. Like, you walk in there and you feel like you've stepped out of Iraq and into the
0: United States. Yes. Except everything is subtitled in <laughs> Arabic. Right. The first movie... I don't know if it
1: was the first movie I saw there. It had to been probably the second movie I saw there actually. They were premiering Prince of Persia and there was a Kurdish guy who was an extra somewhere in it. Oh. And so he was there and they had all the cameras there and you had to come by like ticket invite only it's one like of
0: our st- red carpety.
1: Yeah, red carpety and it was definitely set up that way. I don't think we quite knew what we were getting ourselves into. (laughs) Isn't
0: that the way,
1: though? When our student invited us to this premiere of this movie, and we were excited about it. It was great. And there's nothing like that moment near the beginning of the film where it's zooming in on this map of the Middle East. And it's like, in a land far, far away. And you're like, wait, we're like in the middle of that map. It's getting closer to us. Yeah. It's like, this is not far, far away. And my roommate at the time and I remember leaving that movie and that whole experience and being like, the movie was about Persia in the Middle East, but we feel like we've just been to America. Right. It's
0: so strange. Very, very odd. I never went to that kind of premiere. I did go to a Kurdish film premiere. Mm Mm-hmm because Teammate's neighbor was, like, the producer for it, so he invited the token American audience Mm -hmm. to come Mm -hmm. and watch it. And it was very formal. Like, we got dressed up in our best clothes, which was... I think I dressed all in black, because all my nicest clothes were black at the time. And it was... everything, of course, was in Kurdish. I feel like they had subtitles in English... Because I understood more of what was going on than I think I ought to have with my knowledge of Kurdish at the time. Uh-huh. I don't really remember the plot of the movie, aside from that it was very sad. I mean, it might not have had much more of a plot than being very sad. It it was pretty linear. Like, there was war, and there was love, <laughs> and then someone died, and someone had to escape. This but sounds like... Again,
1: every Kurdish movie I've ever seen, pretty much. Yeah, I mean,
0: it was a pretty well-done movie. I feel like it had something to do with donkeys, but I might just be making that up. There is a famous Kurdish movie about donkeys. Okay, this was not that one. Okay. This was something else. Anyway, it was was well done. I mean, not like polished Hollywood quality, Mm -hmm. but it would have... Worked for a a Western audience, I think. Nice. Except that it was all in Kurdish.
1: Well, yeah. I remember seeing, I think, two different movies in Kurdish in Iraq. Um, One that was also a premiere. One of our students' mother was an actress in it. Ooh. And I don't know if it had English or Arabic subtitles. I think it did have English subtitles that didn't make sense. Ah. And... I remember asking my student afterwards what the movie was about, and she didn't know either. (laughs) But there was a lot of wandering about. There was obviously some smuggling. There was war and running and dying and hiding from soldiers. Which, I mean, would be the story that
0: Kurdish people tell. That's been much of their experience. But it certainly
1: was not linear. And it... Did not even follow the same group of characters through this whole thing. Hmm. I wish I could remember the title of the other movie that we went to that was in Kurdish. It was linear and it was it was fascinating. It was this whole story about these two... I think Iraqi Arab soldiers who like pick up this Kurdish kid who's lost, and they spend the whole movie trying to like basically following his parents through villages and places to find you know try to connect this kid with his parents. Nice. Um, and it was great, and it could have had just the most beautiful, lovely, happy ending,
0: but you know. Of in course, it did not. The way of Kurdish films. Death and sadness. Death and sadness. Yeah, that that seems about right. I haven't seen a lot of other Kurdish films, but that's kind of the feeling that I get. Have you ever seen Turtles Can Fly? No. <laughs> that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it does. That was the very first
1: Kurdish movie I ever had experience with. When I first started looking into living in Iraq, I looked at the library to see what stuff they might've had about Kurdistan or Kurdish. And there's this movie that pops up and it's turtles can fly. And it's like about this group of kids. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, and it's in Kurdish and I'll watch it in Kurdish. It'll give me exposure to the language and you know, it'll be interesting. And I'll learn stuff about life there. It is probably the most depressing movie i've ever seen yeah and it's it's brutal it's it's de- it's so sad it's i don't even have words
0: and so i came like, like the dog dies sad or like everything is awful sad or a little bit of both
1: everything is awful okay
0: why would they have a dog they wouldn't
1: i mean the main plot, the, char- the main characters are children, most of whom have lost some limb or body part. Yikes. Because their job is to deactivate landmines.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound
1: cheerful. not even the worst and most difficult part of the movie.
0: Cool. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore.
1: Anyway, I come to Nashville for my orientation training the very first summer before I've gone to Iraq, and what do they do? But they're like, hey, we found this Kurdish movie, and none of us have seen it, and so we're going to watch this movie together as a way to, like, bond bond and, like you know, talk about Kurdish things. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. Really? Okay. I don't think any of them knew that I had seen it. Like, I don't think I told them. I didn't want to ruin the plans of you know, this new (laughs) adventure.
0: new group of (laughs) friends. This new group
1: of people. I did, I watched it one more time actually a few years after that with another group of people who really wanted to see it. Because Hmm. they'd heard about it and So you saw this immensely
0: depressing Kurdish movie three times? Three times. Voluntarily. Voluntarily. I don't recommend it, though, unless you (sighs) really need a good chance to cry. And just, like, be sad for several days. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm actually kind of sad now thinking about it. I I think we've had enough of that for the time being. We interrupt this podcast for a very important message. We need more teachers in Iraq, so if you're listening to this, you must be somewhat interested. Please go to our website and get in contact with me, and I can tell you how we can make that happen. Thanks!
1: There are much more uh, entertaining...
0: Yes. ...film...
1: And movie uh, opportunities. Sure,
0: I mean, there's also that movie that came out about basketball. Oh yeah, uh, Salam Dunk. Dunk.
1: That's super fun. If we were
0: gonna recommend a Kurdish esque movie, it would be that one, right? Yeah. While well, I'm in it. I I have never actually seen it. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I think it came out like this one of the summers that I was home, and I was just kind of like, "Meh, I'll see it eventually." I never did. It's super
1: fun. They create essentially a narrative out of a, you know, documentary style like youth take basketball, on right? youth basketball between the, mostly focused around this college team. Okay. Um, at the American University and some of the different teams they play against. Mm-hmm. And so um our school and the team that we had our high school team played their college team. I mean, they all have about the same amount of experience. Right. It's fine. Um and uh yeah, so so our kids and uh and I all pop
0: up in it a couple of times. Colleen, basketball coach.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not featured in any way. <laughs> I'm only in the You're background. Just a background character. Where I can like I'm I know where I was because I was there. Right. Um,
0: you you can find you. I can find me. No one else probably all right. could. So that's that's the homework assignment is watch Salam <laughs> Dunk and see if we can find Colleen. See if you can find me. Yeah.
1: Since this is a podcast and no one's actually seeing my face anyway, I feel like that could be an additional challenge. They'll find you, Colleen.
0: <laughs> Not at all creepy.
1: But living in a rock Watching movies in the cinema was not the only way you watch movies.
0: It's true. M- the majority of movies that I watched, uh, what's the statue of limitations on buying pirated movies in a different country? I'm not sure that there is one. I'm probably good, right? So most of the uh, movies that I watched were DVDs that you bought from the corner shady DVD seller. Although, I'm not sure he
1: or anyone else thinks of them as shady, because it's so open there. Right. That, like... It's,
0: it's not illegal in Kurdistan. So I'm many of sure. my students told me this, like, oh, no, no, we don't have these laws. It's not illegal. They may or may not have the laws. I don't know. So but you... certainly nobody's getting in trouble for copying dvds over and over and over and over again so you
1: buy a dvd inside a like a slim plastic sleeve with maybe a paper insert right like
0: thinner than a ziploc bag
1: yeah like something you buy a greeting card in yes and uh the quality of said film could be anything from perfectly normal Mm -hmm. in the way it watches, it could be filmed from the back of a theater, right, so, so you see
0: everybody's heads, see
1: people's heads, and it goes in and out of focus. Uh-huh. Um, it could switch languages partway through. We watched Madagascar, I think, hmm. and partway through it switched to Russian for about ten
0: minutes, I, and then it went back to English. I tried to watch Despicable Me, two. And it starts out in Russian, like even in the American version, it starts out in (laughs) Russian. And so I was like, wait a minute, did I just give this in Russian? Man, okay, we'll give it five minutes. And then, like, it switches over out of Russian, but it switched into Arabic. And I was like, that's not Steve (laughs) Carell's voice. (laughs) Um,
1: It was very disappointing. uh, Up. We watched, oh. and all of the words were in English, mm-hmm. but all of the writing on the screen was in some other language. Oh. Maybe Turkish or Russian. It was a Cyrillic alphabet. Oh. Um, and so, like, anytime, like, they open a book and it's, like, labeled or something is mm-hmm. in text on a surface, the text is not English. not English.
0: Weird. I was like, huh. All right. Yeah, the, the guy that we would buy DVDs from... Uh, would let us play through the first five minutes of it nice. to make sure that it was in English <laughs> and of a fairly decent quality. Um, nice. So that was kind of nice. They also, and I was not a video game, still am not a video game player, but they also did bootlegged video games. Oh, okay. And uh, computer software. Yeah. I never got any of that though. No, me neither. That felt super sketch. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think I watched several Marvel movies that way.
1: I remember one time we were actually up in Da Hook and we went and the guys went out and got some movies and one of the movies they picked up, like, was just a really terrible movie. Mm-hmm. And we're like didn't you look up reviews for this? Like, why are we watching? This is this is trash movie. Like, right. not the quality of the DVD right. or whatever. Just the movie was terrible. And um, so we went to go try to look it up and see what it was, like, rated and stuff. And it actually hadn't come out in the
0: U.S. yet. <laughs> I was like, huh. Super Oops. sketchy. That's how you know he's a good DVD guy because he gets <laughs> them before they come out in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. My my other favorite was you could get like the compilation DVDs. Yes. That were like all Mel Gibson movies, or <laughs> we got Kate Winslet once.
1: Or like all the the chick flicks, uh-huh. you know, and it's like twenty five movies
0: on a DVD. Right. Or children's movies or whatever, and those were always kind of fun because again, a lot of times the menus were not in English. So you would just, like, pick a movie and hope. (laughs) And I watched some real depressing Kate Winslet movie that I was like, I don't know the name of this movie, but I hope I never, ever, ever watch it again. (laughs) And I feel like the name would have told me, this is not a movie you want to watch. Or I could have gotten online and, like, looked it up. Looked it up. But it was in Arabic, and I I don't know. I feel like some of those, even if the menu was in English,
1: you didn't always know that it would actually match right the movie. The that movie you... that you were like <laughs> yes. clicking to, or I sometimes it wasn't at the beginning, and so like you had to click forward and back through sections uh-huh. to try to find when the beginning happened. Yep. And
0: yep, you could you could get TV shows, and and those were pretty much the same way. Was like
1: it's like the Russian roulette of movies, right?
0: <laughs> right, and I know eventually. Uh, several people I knew got VPNs mm. and and would get Netflix or right. Amazon Prime or whatever and do streaming. But that was much later. Yeah. When I first
1: lived in Iraq, streaming really wasn't a thing. Not even in the U.S. Even in the U.S. And uh, internet speeds were so slow right. that you could barely keep up a Skype conversation, let alone stream something. And you couldn't, like, you didn't always have good electricity to, you know, be able to run your internet or computer or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember there were a few different things that we did. By my last year there, definitely were downloading some things Mm -hmm. to play. Mm -hmm. And, like, you had to, if you wanted to watch a YouTube video, you would
0: pre-download
1: it. Set it so that you, you know, you had it hit pause to try to, like, Upload, Upload. download as much Mm -hmm. of it as possible, like so that you could actually play it all the way through without pause. You know, pausing. at spots.
0: Yep. Fun times. Oh yeah. I I knew people too who would um, stream live sporting events, (laughs) which I didn't really understand. Not I'm not a sports person, admittedly, but like people who wanted to watch the Super Bowl or. we went and watched the Final Four games okay. one year, uh-huh. and I remember being like, it's like three in the morning. <laughs> I do not care enough about this. I think we ended up staying at that friend's house because my roommate at the time wanted to watch them. And I was like, we'll just go and like spend the night with them, and you guys can get up whenever you want to. I'm going to keep sleeping because nice. I do not care about basketball. I think I watched some Winter Olympics though hmm, that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. once, yeah. But most people just watched whatever came on TV or they got DVDs from the DVD guy because it was cheap. Like, yeah, there was, it was like, like fifty a buck. cents. Yeah, I mean I watched
1: the Super Bowl. I okay, one of the only Super Bowl parties I've ever actually been to was in Iraq, and mm-hmm. it was they were playing it, and then the internet went out or something happened, and so like then they were. Watching it like this diagram on the phone <laughs> with like the little pieces oh, like the little moving like and the little circles and X's and so like then like after a play happened it would like update and uh-huh. it would tell you what had happened it Weird. was really miserable yeah. they were they were super stressed about the fact that they were not being able to watch the Super Bowl when yeah. it was happening.
0: Kurds love movies, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they really like horror? Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, the younger generation. Maybe, yeah. But, yeah, I I was always surprised at the young age at which my students would be like, oh, yeah, I watched this, like, really terrifying horror movie, and I was like, why? Yeah. Miss, why do
1: I have bad dreams? What movies have you been watching lately? Murder Kill Fifteen. Mm-hmm. That might be why. Really? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you should stop watching those for a month mm-hmm. and see what happens. And? And it worked. What? They thought I
0: was a miracle worker. You. You are. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Once we finally got a theater into hook. My students, of course, wanted to go watch movies and would invite me to go with them and I'd be like, I'll go watch a movie with you, but we're not watching any horror movies and we're not watching anything rated R. Yeah. And they were like, oh, those are our favorite. And I was like, I know. Why do you think I said that? (laughs) Like, you want to go watch The Hunger Games? I'll watch that with you. You want to go watch Disney movies? I'll watch those. I don't think I watched any Marvel movies in the theater. May Maybe Captain America, actually. That yeah. would be an odd one to I watch I, in Iraq. I think <laughs> I watched Captain America Winter Soldier in Iraq. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, And I remember coming out and being like, that's the most American thing I've done in like a year. <laughs> it was very strange. But it was fun to go to the theaters. And I feel like our students in the summer used it the way that people used to do it here. Where it was like... The theater is air conditioned. Air conditioning, and it's it's entertaining, and like, you know, you can go sit in a cool, dark environment for a couple hours. Yeah. In, in the warm, and forget about the rest of the world. Yeah. Um. It was a, it was good for that. Yeah, it's good
1: for the extra good air conditioning. All
0: our movie theaters were in malls. Hmm. I know the one in Suli was not in was a mall. not in a mall.
1: There is one in there was one in one of the malls there, okay. um I never went to that one
0: mm-hmm.
1: partly because I had connections and friends at the other one, so sure.
0: yeah, yeah, which I guess really isn't that weird, except that in America, movie theaters came first and malls came later, and so I don't associate a movie theater with a mall. Right. It does happen, but I don't know. I always think of them as standalone. So yeah. having them in the mall was a new experience for me. Hmm. And they were, I mean, it's not that expensive. I mean, I feel like the prices were comparable to the US, maybe a little cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever spent more than max $15. They also have 3D IMAX style theaters. They're not good. I never went to any of those. They have the like yeah, 3D showings of things and I well, I don't really love 3D movies either. <laughs> um but I had friends that would go and be like, "Eh, it's not that great." Yeah, it's uh it's a different it's an experience for sure. Of course. And it's definitely primarily teenagers or young adults going to movie theaters yeah
1: with i mean to movie theaters yeah the premiere kind of ones it's a whole range yeah so what are you excited to see eventually in a movie
0: theater do you have any movies on your your bucket list i haven't really thought about a bucket list upcoming movie Uh, i don't even know what's coming out i haven't seen tenet yet i kind of want to see that Yeah, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, hmm. which I don't think is gonna be like. I think by the time theaters open back up, neither of those will be there. Right. But I'm not really paying attention to anything else. Yeah, but I think it would be good. I think maybe we need to watch more foreign films, Colleen. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage our listeners to go find a Kurdish movie. Perhaps maybe not. not Turtles really? Can Fly. Oh, God. Perhaps not that one. Uh, and maybe, like, really psych yourself up for I'm going to be sad at the end of this. If it's a Kurdish film, I mean, it's almost for sure. Yes. Except
1: for Salaam Dunk.
0: Yes. Oh, there you go. That's our recommendation. Go watch Salaam Dunk. Look for Colleen. <laughs> let us know where you find her. Send us a screenshot or something. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, as always, let us know what else you want to hear about. Uh, in life in Iraq. we love hearing from you guys. We do. We'd love to hear from
1: you. You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram. And you
0: should check out our blog and complete transcripts over at servantgroup.org. And it's really helpful for us if you share our podcast or leave a review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. It helps us know that people are listening and you can let us know what you want to hear next. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening.